Welcome back. It's another week here on The Mentality of Success. Truth be told, I had to re-record this intro because I still said the Joshua mentality. (laughs) But those of you who've been tracking along with us, we just recently did a transition from the Joshua mentality to the mentality of success. Um, I thought that was a great kind of move and shift for this podcast and opening up to more listeners and more people who are interested in this topic. Um, And I think this title will grab their attention more. And it's in alignment with the book that is dropping next week. Yes, next week, as I'm having trouble keeping up with my dates. Those of you who follow along on social media, you've been seeing some of the, the updates. I would love to give you more, but Instagram hates me right now and is not working the way it should. So if you're trying to figure that out on the back end here, pray for my Instagram because I'm about to throw it out the window. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I don't know what's going on. I really don't, uh, but it's not It's not working well. I'm not able to really post anything right now. And I, and the more research I do, I see it's a, it's kind of a common bug that's that's been going around, but I'm going to leave that alone because I know there's some iPhone listeners out there who are friends of mine who are waiting to throw their little shots because my phone is four years old, so I'm not going to cuss y'all out today, all right? Anyways, in other news, those of you who are first-time listeners, I promise you this is not usually how this show kicks off, but you can tell the kind of week I'm in this week. (laughs) But I want to say thank you for dropping by, and those of you who are long-time listeners, Every week, you know, you show up and you, you support this podcast. I want to send out a special thank you to you as well uh, for your continuous support. And I want to just encourage both parties to continue pushing this out. Uh, I think there's a lot of value here. And I'm hearing from those of you, of you who listen that that is also the case. So let's keep this thing going and growing. All right. So this week, I think I like to give you all some updates but this week, I think the only thing that is going on is this this book. We're continuing to promote this book. So those of you who've been sharing that, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, the Mentality of Success, I believe it's going to add a lot of value um, to the readers out there. And I wasn't going to get into this topic uh, here on, on today's episode. I actually, I was contemplating making this the whole conversation for today, but I don't know. I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to briefly share something with you. One of the reasons why I believe this book is going to have an impact and add a lot of value is because I believe, and this might sound a little bit extreme, but it's, it's something that I believe is true when we look at the fabric of our society right now. Uh, I believe there is a scarcity of hope when we look around our communities and we look around you know, our nation and our world at large. I mean, there's so much going on. I don't really get into politics and and world events here on this podcast, but we all know there's a lot going on. And the other night I was doing some reading before bed and and that thought just dropped right in in my my mind and spirit because I was reading about a a similar situation where there's this, this guy named Joseph who was probably one of the most brilliant economic minds our world has seen. And Joseph came up with this plan to save uh, Egypt, which we're all familiar with Egypt because it's still it's still on the map. Uh, but he came up with a plan to save and not only save Egypt, but to 
really at that time, there was a famine taking place where the commodity of that time was only exclusively owned and produced by Egypt. And so not only did his plan and his strategy um, kind of afford Egypt an opportunity to advance economically, but it really saved the entire world when you really look at it. So why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this because the correlating kind of reference there is famine. There was a famine in the land of, of food, of a food source and commodity at that time. And I believe one of the famines in our world today is hope. I believe there is a shortage of hope in a profound way. And I believe this book is filled with hope. I believe this podcast is filled with hope. I believe there are friends and family members in your circle who have hope that we all need. And so I say all that to say thank you all for helping to kind of facilitate and distribute this this work. Um, It's something that was written with purpose, and I I believe it's God-breathed because for that reason, I believe we need hope and we need it in in a real way. And what better way to to receive hope than to look internally and see the the hope that you were created with, that you, the, the hope that, that you were created in. I would say like the fabric of your life was created in hope. All right. So that's my little thought on that. I wanted to expand on a little bit further today, but I came up with another topic that <laughs> I thought might be a little bit more uh, appropriate. So. Take that for what what it may, and who knew we'd get the word fabric twice in one podcast, all right? So I'm on on a roll today, okay? But let's jump into today's topic, which is around one of my favorite areas to discuss, that is leadership. Leadership. And those of you who are unfamiliar with how this goes down, I just like to bring topics that are very conversational in a format that helps us all grow. And are usually topics that I myself am working on, and growing in, and I, and I found that this audience really appreciates that because it feels like we're all growing together, and like you're just having a conversation with with your brother, literally. By that I mean because I'm black. Just in case y'all missed that. All right, here we go. So <laughs> today's topic of leadership. Um, one of my favorite leadership voices. If you are unfamiliar with this name, I I encourage you to get familiar with it because he's he's one of the uh, top voices in this category, and that's John Maxwell. John Maxwell is one of my favorite leadership voices, and I thought, what what better way than to pull out some of my favorites um, on the topic of leadership? And there's there's a book that he wrote called The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. If you've read that book, then you know it's a, it's a classic. If you have not read that book, I encourage you to Make your way to your local, you know, book store online or wherever and get that in your library. It's a very important read for aspiring leaders, which I believe on this podcast, my listeners are all aspiring leaders. Okay, so. And the 21 uh, irrefutable laws of leadership, I'm not going to go through all 21 because you all know we're not going to make it through them. But there's two. There's two that I want to get into for today's conversation. And it's actually the the first two laws that are discussed from John. 
and before I get into that, those two laws, I want you to, let's do like a self-assessment here. I want you to, whether you're driving in your car or listening, you know, in your room, hopefully you're kind of in an isolated state because I want you to think about this question that I'm going to ask you. And the question is, what kind of leader are you? How would you describe yourself as a leader? Or furthermore, how would you describe, what would you say are your top abilities as a leader? What are your top abilities as a leader? I think, and I'm giving you some space there because I want you to really, I want you to really spend a moment just running that question through your mind and, and answering it. Maybe even answering it, out, answering it out loud. There's some psychological benefits to that that I won't get into, but just trust me, okay? I'm not a doctor, but trust me. What are some of your strengths as a leader, your abilities? And what are some of your deficits? What are some of the challenge areas that you have as a leader? Now, I asked that question as a lead-in because the first kind of irrefutable law that John discusses is one of my favorite laws, which is the law of influence. The law of influence. And I want to read this to you. I want to read this directly from kind of as an excerpt from John's work. It says, influence is the power or capacity to produce a desired result. Influence is the power or capacity to produce a desired result. In this book, Maxwell refers to this law many times throughout the book. Simply stated, it says that true, the true measure of leadership is influence. Nothing more, nothing less. Influence is what helps fulfill the goals and dreams of the leader. And without influence, a leader lacks the ammunition to reach the destination. So let's unpack that. The reason why I asked you those questions kind of here on the onset was because when we think about leadership, that can be a very, very broad topic because there's so many different elements to leadership. Like if I went... I asked one of the questions I asked you is what were some of your top leadership abilities? Well, some may be thinking as you listen to this, Joshua, I don't even like, I, I can't even think of like leadership abilities outside of maybe communication, but listen to this list. Cause there, there's a lot in underneath that category. When we talk about leadership ability, right? There's, there's the ability to communicate. Like I said, there's empathy, there's integrity, creativity, confidence, accountability, emotional intelligence, decisiveness, delegation, honesty, problem solving, learning, positivity, active listening, motivation, decision making, innovation, time management, courage, adaptability, critical thinking. Like there's so many abilities that one could argue fit underneath that umbrella of leadership ability. And I'm not asking you to really nail down which ones are in your life because that may be a little overwhelming or whatever. My real focus is 
I, I want to grab your attention and let you know that it's important to be aware of whatever your leadership abilities are, your strengths are as a leader, because that is the gasoline to your life journey, to your um, the, if your life was a car, your leadership ability, as this definition just told us, is really what helps you get to whatever the destination is you're trying to reach. It's what fuels, fuels your life to go after the dreams. It's what kind of fuels your life so that you can really begin to engage and experience deeper levels of your potential. I hope this is making sense. I'm going to go back to this definition because one of the words that stood out was ammunition. And we know what ammunition is. Ammunition is used to, to put into a weapon and use it to, you know, shoot out the ammunition. But the weapon really is only as effective as the ammunition that you're putting inside of it, right? And I think that's a great analogy when it comes to our lives and leadership. Your influence can only be as effective as the ammunition that is your leadership ability. Notice I didn't say the amount of money you have. Notice I didn't say the amount of followers you have. Notice I didn't say how smart you are. Because there are some very smart people who are very poor leaders. And it holds them back. Because they don't have any ammunition. Nobody wants to follow them. So they can do great on their own. But as soon as they get into a position to lead others, all of their deficits come, come uh, up to the surface. So I think that's a good question for us all to really get some answers down to because we all would like to think that we either are a good leader or we want to be a good leader. But I want to challenge you today to define that a little bit more. What do you mean when you say you want to be a good leader? Or when you say that you are a good leader, what are the abilities that you are referring to? And how are those abilities providing ammunition to help you reach the destination, to help you lead more people. If this is making sense, man, shoot me a message. Shoot me something that says, Joshua, that made a lot of sense. I need to hear that this week. Let me know I'm not, I'm not, talking, to, <laughs> I'm not talking to air over here. Because I, I, for me, this is what's helped my life. I've always heard about great leaders and being a good leader, you know, you hear about Dr. King and all these other people growing up as a young man. But I got to a point where I realized, like, what does that mean for my life? Because my life may not be called to be the next Dr. King. I would go as far as to say most people's lives aren't <laughs> called to be the next Dr. King. There's only one, right? So what does your ability, your leadership ability mean to, to you? That was the first half of the question. The second half was, what are some of those deficit areas that you need to be working on as a leader because you have a shortage of ammunition due to the fact that you have a deficit in leadership ability? What do I mean? Let's take one of these kind of foundational abilities that I spoke about earlier. Let's, let's, let's use just the example of, let's say, integrity or communication, whichever one you want to focus on. Those are two, I would say, critical 
leadership abilities. And if you lack integrity, if you lack the ammunition that is integrity, it can short your ability to influence and to reach the destination that you want to reach. But how often do we take time to really assess? How am I doing in my ability, my leadership ability of integrity? Shoot, I, I was sitting here today. Uh, someone asked me to uh, to have a meeting at a certain time, and I was trying to figure out how to, you know, in so many words, tell them that I, I that time is not going to work for me because I got other things I need to, you know, kind of keep an open window for right now. And my in my mind, the answer that came to my mind was was not true. And so I stopped for a second. And I thought, wait, that's not even true. I would not write that. Why am I going to write that? And that's not true. And I'm not tooting my own horn here because there was a time in my life where I might have just said, it's like when your friend calls you and says, hey, can you help me move? And you're like, well, actually, bro, you know, I got I got this thing over here. You know, I got to go help my mom. But, bro, your mom lives in Colorado. Yeah, but I'm getting on a plane right now, actually. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So I'm not tooting my own horn. That's growth. And that actually leads to the second uh, example I use of communication. Sometimes we will choose to lack in the area, the leadership ability of integrity because we just don't know how to communicate the truth to someone and we're afraid to do so. And so instead, because we lack the ammunition of communication, we don't work on that. Instead, we just remove the ammunition of integrity. And so now we're just pulling we're pulling from our ability and creating deeper deficits. And I really believe that resonates with someone listening to this. If that is you and you think, well, it's not it's not significant. It's just this little thing over here. I'm telling you, man, it all adds up. It all adds up. And more importantly, it's going to affect you and your leadership and your journey towards that whatever that destination is. And I say destination, not to be confused with when I say, you know, success is your destiny. You know, I'm t that speaks to identity. I'm speaking of a real destination here in this context, meaning maybe there's a job that you want, but, but because you have a deficit of integrity, you will never be able to reach the destination of that position. Or maybe there's a certain quality of relationship that you want, but you will never be able to reach that destination because you lack in the leadership ability of communication. And so all I'm saying is let's recognize what our strong areas are, our strong leadership abilities. What are our deficits? And let's work on them. Because if we work on them, we will expand our influence. All right. Man, I went longer on that than I wanted to, but I told you, I love this stuff. I love this stuff. All right, let me see. I got, oops, I am running late. So <laughs> let me see how much of this next one I can get in here, okay? Because I want to stay true to the time I, I ask you all to tune in. Uh, but the next one here is, is another one of my favorites, okay? It is the law of the lid, okay? And some of you have probably heard this before, but I'm going to read this to you real quick here. It says, the law of the lid states that there is a lid or limit to our potential that is determined by our ability to lead. As we grow in our abilities as a leader, we automatically grow in our ability to impact the world. If our leadership ability is stagnant or, or, 
or does not have an opportunity to grow, then we can risk our ability to have a bigger impact. And that's really kind of, that's similar to what we were just talking about with influence. Your leadership ability can affect your influence, but your leadership ability can also impact your, or affect, I'm sorry, your impact. And you may think, well, Joshua, those things sound really similar. Yes, they are. They're very, they're very close. These laws don't, they're not far, you know, stretched between them. They, They are, they're like chain links. They link together. Because on one level, there's influence and that the biggest influence is influencing ourselves. And then on the other level, there's impact, which means your influence spreads. Impact is nothing more than great leadership ability that spreads. And I get I think it would be appropriate to say that also applies if you invert that. We can see the same spreading of impact with poor leadership. You think about families who are six generations deep experiencing poverty or families who are six and seven generations deep and experiencing some of the same old relational challenges. And a lot of it is because the poor leadership's influence had an impact. And that impact has gone on from generation to generation to generation. And I get it. That's not always the case. Sometimes there are uh, kind of external circumstances, but I'm speaking specifically in the context of leadership. Because I want you to see both sides of this. It's not only important for you to work on these abilities so you can reach, you know, whatever that destination is or expand your influence. But it's also important because you need to realize what's at stake here. Every day that you invest into growing your leadership ability is you investing into growing your impact. Every day. There's someone. And I say this to you all every week. There's someone who needs the value that is inside of you. And much of that value is your ability to lead. I said earlier in this episode, there was a shortage of of hope. I'm here to tell you there's also a shortage of leaders. We can never have too many leaders. That is the competitive advantage of life. In business and in your personal life. And so this week, I just wanted to encourage you, man. Let's all focus on, you know, what are our strong areas? What are these strong leadership ability areas that that we need to take uh, stock of? We need to take inventory of so we know what they are. So we understand how those um, abilities allow us to influence. Because knowing your strength is a great thing because then you can grow that. And it's also important that we understand what our deficits are. Because we now know that there's a lid on what we can accomplish if we aren't aware of what our abilities are. And that lid can have a a tremendous impact on all of those around us if we never grow to a healthy level in our leadership. All right. I hope this was helpful. I just wanted to, you know, kind of switch it up a little bit this week. I love the topic of leadership. So I wanted to get back here. This is more of a personal and professional development topic. But anyways, I'm going to get on out of here. And uh, I love you all. Make sure you 
share this if you think this is valuable then share it with someone else if you haven't done so yet go out and pre-order the mentality of success I, I assure you it's going to add value to your life all right nothing else i will see you all next week same time same place reminding you that success is your destiny